on this particular journey around the sun, my soul appears to be on a path of lessons based on grace and acceptance. There are so many things I can't control, which can definitely suck for someone who identifies as a low-key control freak. I'm someone who's lived and done the vast majority of my work and personal journey alone. My first husband was in the military, and we spent more time apart than we did together. I worked alone for almost a decade and was perfectly content until I met my current business partner and co-creator of our medical marijuana certification practice. We love weed. Yes, we do. The only thing we love more is our patients. Working with someone who has the same drive I do to help people is amazing, and I am grateful for the opportunity. I'm also grateful Connecticut finally decided to legalize weed. Good God, that took forever. But I digress. My work is entwined deeply in my life. It is my life in many respects. My core drive is to serve and be of service in the physical world as well as the spiritual. So when I met my former business partner, a psychic medium with all sorts of classes and trainings to share, I thought she'd be a perfect fit with my vision. We embarked upon a wondrous journey, opening the holistic health center of our dreams. Well, more her dreams, as she chose the space and decorated huge sections of it all on her own. Let's just say there were horrible fake purple flowers that made me cringe daily. But did I complain? No, I did not. I had actual work to do. I truly believe in mediums and thought she was a good one. But her true colors quickly showed as soon as I started sending my clients to her. She literally told someone the hospital and doctors she's been working with were garbage and to only listen to her. A woman who paid $10 to the Universal Life Church to buy paperwork saying she was a doctor. I did it too, but I thought it was a laugh. Being Dr. Doolittle is kind of irresistible, especially for $10. But that didn't mean I started going around claiming to be an actual MD or dispensing medical advice. And anytime someone comments on it, on my name, I share the truth, kind of like I just did. Things went down the drain rather quickly as she refused to pay rent because one time she built us a website and put a bunch of furniture on her credit cards leaving me to deal with the actual nitty-gritty. Well, me and the other practitioners we had sharing the space, whom she would regularly attempt to micromanage and harass for rent. After offending and alienating everyone who worked there or attended one of our events, she quit in a blaze of glory when the building manager needed to access her office due to security system issues and the main panel being located in there. She sent me a blazing multitude of dramatic text messages telling me how awful everyone was and that she couldn't take it anymore. She then literally stormed the place one night while I was doing a therapy session. 
she interrupted me no less than three times, looking for her stuff, which I had placed in an empty classroom, and she easily could have found had she looked. But that would have been less dramatic. She then proceeded to tear down the entire waiting area, remove all the furniture and a tantrum of victimhood, and leave the place in shambles. This was after she tore down the website for the practice and all social media in an attempt to hurt me. But that, in fact, only hurt the other innocent practitioners in the space. That's the real kicker. She wanted to fuck me over, but the people most affected by her arrogance and toddler-level behavior were the other people in the office. On her way out, post-waiting room apocalypse, she locked both doors to her office so no one could access the heat or alarm. We had to keep it that way for months until I finally broke down and signed a hold harmless contract saying I would take over the lease and she was completely off the hook. Just go far the fuck away from me. I thought I'd be fine. I was the real driving force of that space to begin with and didn't actually need or want her in there at that point. Uh, But then COVID hit and we were shut down. Not allowed to use the building yet continuing to pay rent. And then we were allowed to reopen only to find the world wasn't ready for things like yoga, massage, Reiki, or even in-person therapy. By this time, medical marijuana had been deemed essential. Hooray! And we had moved our entire medical marijuana card practice online. Upon the reopen, my practitioners had no less than three people come for services, then call later to say they'd tested positive. It was a disaster. It was honestly scary as hell at times. There was no way to keep people safe and no way to keep the center open without losing the shirts off our backs. I had to beg the landlord to let me out of the lease, and I paid him $5,000 to do so. I told him about the hold harmless and asked he include her in the release of the lease and not go after her for any money because it would simply result in my having to pay again after having done so. He gave absolutely no fucks and went after her anyway. Real nice guy. Fancy pants lawyer, probably a millionaire who wipes his ass with $5,000. It was a low thing to do. Even my attorney said so. On her end, she never contacted me. Never told me what was happening. Just panicked and borrowed the money from her parents then had me served at my house. Her parents being the only people in the world who can stand her, as her husband has now divorced her twice. So anyway, today we had our big court date because of course she sued me for the $5,000 she paid. She's broke and desperate and has no real job. I knew she was going to win because of the hold harmless and I made my peace with it long before today. A contract is a contract. There's no point getting mad. Nobody thought the world was going to literally close its doors. Not even her so-called psychic ass. 
The dead people didn't tell her about that one, apparently. Never mind the fact that she literally lied to the judge about what happened and when it happened. Never mind the fact that the judge definitely liked me way better than her and was sorry to make the ruling. It's all good. Because I got to tell the judge the truth about her to her face. And all she could do was sit there and listen. She was literally shitting herself. She looked sweaty and pointy and desperate the entire time. I could see her struggling to control her inner Karen, and it was hilarious. I asked the judge how exactly was I to stop a lawyer from suing someone, and I do believe he cracked a wee smile. Bottom line, to her, this five grand is make or break. To me, yes, it sucks. It sucks a lot. Oh, yes, it does. But I have faith I can handle it. I won't be asking my parents for anything. I'm a 43-year-old woman who works her ass off. Handling my shit is what I do. She has no such option. I'd say it was sad, but the world is a better place without her spreading fake love and light. Because ew. She's driven herself so far down the Karen hole, she has nothing left. If blaming me for her failure gets her through the day, so be it. Justice is what we make of it. To me, it's fine to sue to get your mom's money back. She's not the asshole here. Just remember, I'm not the one who created your situation, lady. Whatever you're currently experiencing on your life path has nothing to do with me. Thank God for that. Stay far, far away from me. She may have won, but really, at the end of the day, I'm still happy as hell living my life over here. And she's still a shrill howler monkey of a woman no one can stand to be around. That's a trade-off I'm okay with. I'm letting this be a lesson in grace, humor, and serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to speak the truth unfiltered. And the wisdom to cut toxic people out of my life before they ooze their entitlement ick all over me. I'm allowing this to be a lesson in acceptance. That when you make an agreement, you have to see it through, no matter how unfair or bullshit it may seem. Sidebar, unless it's a soul contract, to feel unworthy or any other awful thing through all incarnations on the physical plane of Earth. That's not legally enforceable and liable to termination upon discovery. Nonetheless, a deal's a deal. I see my commitments through. It's actually something I'm proud of. I'm grateful to be able to do it. I'd far prefer to be the way I am, in the situation I am, than the alternative. I have no desire to live my life in a victimhood state or a poverty mindset. I take no pleasure in dragging other people down. I'm here to lift people up, myself included. So I'm just going to rock on and keep doing right by people. Even if it costs me money, I can always work a little harder. I'll keep my integrity, thanks. I'm good. Blessed be, y'all.